Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life. So therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because For many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, So if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email 
explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, this is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away, and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe Within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp.com vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you she are not alone. Okay. So let's connect and heal our vibe with us. I got us. some wilderness skills beneath my bow. She said she used to be a part of the scout team. They nearly meet a leader one time. They didn't have enough thread to sew the patches on. Hey guys, welcome back to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and I am pretty excited about this episode today because it's no coincidence that with everything going on in our world today um, with social justice and racism and this Black Lives Matter movement, Um, This episode was next in line for me to start editing and put forth into the world, Um, but this episode was actually recorded um, before this big movement occurred, um, before the the George Floyd situation happened, and um, so 
I found it to be very synchronistic and um, beautiful how that kind of, I guess, worked out. Um, but I, I got to sit down and have a conversation with Naya um, about a month ago. So we were still well within quarantine. Um, I know that we're still in quarantine right now, but um, it's starting to get a little bit better for some cities. Things are starting to open. And I find it really, really um, ironic and beautiful and crazy that we went from being isolated, completely isolated in our homes due to COVID and the pandemic. And then um, all these peaceful protests started to happen. And um, there's so much footage that I've seen that peaceful protests have kind of turned into like parties, like dance parties. And I was joking around and I made a meme that said 2020, uh, summer 2020 is the summer of where peaceful protests are the new music festival. So even though music festivals and concerts and shows and all things of that nature are canceled temporarily, these peaceful protests are festivals like straight up i mean the one in hollywood in california had like a hundred thousand people or something uh the one in denver all the footage that i've been seeing the ones that are in denver uh have been like full-blown dance parties and festival vibes so i think everybody is kind of everybody was ready to get out of this isolation that covid you know triggered and everybody was ready to come together. And these these protests have just been really, really beautiful to watch. And if you've been part of them, um, I really am grateful for you and the energy that you've put into it. I, unfortunately, am not even like near a main city to where a peaceful protest would be. I'd have to drive like an hour. Um, and I don't have a car. So I don't know. And I'm, I also don't really have any friends here in Tampa. Um, I live outside of Tampa, but it's been really hard for me to, to sit and watch how beautiful it is that everybody's coming together in New York and Philly and Miami and California and all these places that I've once called home and not living in a main city and not being able to be part of peaceful protests um, is hard because I've already felt so isolated since January, since I've moved here. And I, you know, I can't wait to be part of this movement in a way that's more physical. But for now, I'm doing it from this podcast and from social media and just texting and reaching out to people and having those really challenging and triggering conversations with friends and family. So if you're doing that, that is a lot of work, energy work. That's a lot of shadow work that you're doing. And it requires a lot of patience. And it's not easy. It's really not easy. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, I actually posted uh, all about a really really triggering conversation I had with my mom and my stepdad and I was I was um you know energetically torn down so 
that's where I'm at and this episode couldn't be coming out at a better time. Um, This conversation with Naya, we talk about mental health, depression, um, relationships, her story, um, we talk about we we talk about isolation and friendships and how to turn within and listen to that inner voice and you know um, she also talks a lot of uh, vulnerability in this episode based around a toxic relationship that she had and how she healed herself from an STI um, that you know is very like people are so easy to say like at once you have an STI like you're stuck with it whatever um and her story is very powerful and inspiring so I think you're really going to enjoy it and you can find her on Instagram uh, everything's going to be linked in the show notes and I really hope that you enjoy this episode if you do just be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast because that's how the podcast thrives. And you can always just screenshot the episode and share it with a friend or a family member or just copy the link. There's so many ways to support the podcast um, that doesn't have to do with money at all. I know these times are tough and I'm, you know, I am totally understanding of that and I'm here for you. So keep reaching out to me via Instagram. Um, my meditation and journaling course is still on sale if you're interested in that. And yeah, that's it. We'll get right into the episode and I will see you on the other side. So something that I've been really interested in recently is Mm -hmm. learning about how we ourselves have this perspective of ourselves. And then every person in our lives has a different perspective of who we are. So Mm -hmm. we have no clue um, all the versions that we have out there. You know, every, every friend that we've had, every boyfriend that we've had or lover that we've had, everybody has a different perspective and take on who we are. And, and, you know, um, we all do wear masks and we do, we do kind of tailor who we are for certain people. I think that's just what life's about, you know, is we're all sharing energy and everything like that. But from, from my perspective, um, I, I met you on Instagram and I current, I, I instantly just clicked with your vibe. And even though social media is so, it can be hit or miss with people. Yeah, Um, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Um, I just, I got this vibe from you. And so I'd like to explain from my perspective, who Naya looks like, and then I want you to explain who you are from your perspective, because I think it's really interesting. So from, (laughs) from my perspective, um, you are this light worker, tarot reader, who says it how it is raw, no filter. (laughs) Um, you're like this, you're like this, um, kind of like a spiritual blend with ghetto vibes. I was about to say ghetto all day. (laughs) With with really cool plants and really on point nails all the time. I love it. I love it. (laughs) So that's that's my perspective of you. And it might and it might be like one dimensional because that's kind of that's kind of how Instagram is, you know? Like that's what I see. And I love your words and I love your energy, but I love to (laughs) 
to tap into how Naya views Naya. Okay, cool. Well, let's see, from my perspective, um, I was born and raised in Mississippi, so I'm very Southern, very down to earth. Like, if you was to meet me in person nine times out of ten, I'd probably have my shoes off walking outside somewhere. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm a tarot reader. Um, well, I like to say intuitive, mm-hmm. intuitive reader. Um, very, I'm very fun, silly, outspoken, bold, always ready to get up and do something. Um, I love helping people. That's, that's just been something I've been doing since I was a kid. Like, um, so the work I'm doing now today, it, it, it feels effortless to me. Um, even though it takes a lot of energy, but all in all, how I view myself, like I said, just a Southern girl from Mississippi who's intuitive as hell. Like I, I don't know when I go back and watch my own videos sometime and be like, damn, like I'm really doing this. Like it's shocking, but it's not, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. Um, shocking, shocking. (laughs) You mean like when you listen or watch your videos, the shock effect is because you see yourself being channeled? Yes. I see myself being channeled. And the people that I'm able to reach out to now, it, it's it, a lot of the times they bring me to tears because I'm doing for people what I want, what I wanted at one point done for me, but I didn't have nobody but me. So the fact that I'm able to reach other people with the work I do, like, is so heartwarming. And at the same time, it's it's still leaving me in a place where I'm like, damn, I'm really doing this. Like, it's that's what I mean by, like, it's shocking, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're literally just in your truth, and you're just, like, right. you're, you're locked in, you know? It's right. Tapped in. Um, I'm pretty sure you can relate. I mean, I've been feeling I've been feeling the tapping in this more mm-hmm. <laughs> recently because of the situation that we're in and this this global rock bottom that we're in. Mm-hmm. And that's why I wanted to talk to you, because from the, the conversations that we've had, um, it seems like you and I have experienced a variety of different rock bottoms. And I right. love talking about this shit because there's not there's not one kind of rock bottom. There's, you know, there's financial rock bottoms, there's physical health rock bottoms, there's mental health, you know, like psych ward type rock bottoms. There's, there's, you know, a a breakup rock bottom, so many different flavors of rock bottoms. And right now the entire earth, the entire globe is kind of seriously. So it's very, um, as an intuitive, what would you say about this time? Um, the energy, what, what can you say about any energy that you're that you're feeling in the collective or just things that have been popping up anything in particular one thing that's popped up for me especially at the beginning of the quarantine was um the first thing i heard was self-reflect and as a collective the world we're constantly moving we're constantly going we're constantly doing something we even talk you know, growing up, if you're not doing something, you're not doing nothing, you're not succeeding, you're lazy, you know. So when the whole world basically had to slow down, I took that as intuitively, 
this is what we needed. This is what we've been yearning for. This is what's going to help people get to that next level for those who use the energy correctly. Um, I don't like, I don't know. I got a lot of different messages, but the main one that came to me is just, it's the perfect opportunity to slow down and realize who you are as a person and what do you want to present to the world. And it doesn't have to be anything heroic, but it's just more so what makes you happy, you know, so you can raise your vibration and be a better person in the world. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is the, the ultimate, the ultimate permission slip from the universe. You know, it's like if we needed a fucking, if we needed a fucking permission slip before, or we needed a, a, a this is it. Exactly. And this is it. It's just like, it's, it's mind blowing because I've, I've, seen and heard a lot of intuitives say that they knew something was coming and I also yeah. got very freaked out when this happened because in December on my birthday I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before so I'll, I'll just briefly go over it um, I just got these these crazy intuitive hits saying you need to focus on health you need to move mm. in, and it, and they were they were telling me you, you got to move in with your mom, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, <laughs> like what? I'm like, hold up, I'm fine with like focusing on my health, but what are you right. saying? And so, but I knew that this 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 voice just kept getting louder and louder, and they were saying it's now or never. You gotta just bite the bullet, and you have to make yourself safe physically and mentally, because if you're not going to heal now, you're never going to heal. And um, thank God I listened to those spirit guides or whatever you want to call it, because I wasn't even here for three weeks. And that's when like Corona hit the U S that's crazy. And I was just like, this is just, this is just nuts. And I remember running around the block one day and I had that kind of same intuitive hit that you were just saying with like um it was only a matter of I felt like it was only a matter of time that something was going to happen and I kept getting these messages that that were saying um don't you miss how your life used to be like when you were like in the Mm. the 90s and like the early Mm. 2000s like I just kept like feeling like this nostalgic pull to that time And I was like, yeah, "Yeah." I was like, yeah, I do miss that. But we're we're in this technology right now. And there's no going back because everybody like what you just said, everybody's go, go, go work production. Do something bold. It's not bad, you know, be productive. But to the point, I feel like it got to the point where we were so focused on a task that we forgot about ourselves. Right. And ourselves as far as like healing, chilling out, relaxing, chilling with the family, you know, just doing little things that literally just makes you happy and not you just trying to scratch something off, you know, the next goal list. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's completely. And that's exactly what um, they were kind of saying. It's like, you know, everybody's so obsessed with status and the elite mm-hmm. and money and success and upward growth. It's like if you're just if if our society or just everybody in general is so obsessed and addicted to upward growth, then that mm-hmm. leaves no room for failure. That that leaves no yeah. room for steps back. And I was like, okay, Seriously. spirit, well then what do you have in mind? You know? Like, <laughs> like what what's these what's what you gonna do about it? And then Seriously. they were like, well, you know, there's no there's no um natural way to go about it. So something is is gonna be done. And I was like, all right. And it just makes complete sense that 
a pandemic would hit because it's forcing it was necessary. I was about to say it was necessary for what was all going on. Right. Um, but even, you know, with the chaos, I found I've girl, I've had so many blessings come through during this time that it's almost unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are some of those blessings if you if you don't mind sharing? So being that I wasn't able to go to work, I, I work at a furniture gallery doing interior design. And they basically shut, shut our store down, of course. They shut everybody's stuff down. And I was, you know, able to do, you know, my intuitive work, my spiritual work full time at home. And since I've been doing that, girl, my gifts have developed. I've started new projects. Um, I'm actually starting a new class. I'm not going to say what as of yet because I'm not done yet. But I'm putting together a program uh, to help people and as far as abundance, like the money has been flowing in like crazy, like to yeah. the point where I was in tears. Like I could not believe, you know, I was actually able to do this, but it just goes back to, you know, when we dedicate a certain amount of time to ourselves, you know, being happy, being still listening, tuning into the energies, then we're able to get ourselves in alignment to the point where we naturally attract everything we need. Like, it's yeah. yeah it's, it's it's been it's insane yeah I, I can definitely relate to the the money thing and I I like I can't express enough how grateful I am right now to right. be living with my mom and I'm not paying rent this is the first time I haven't paid rent since I was 18 years old Girl. and so I'm, I just <sighs> turned 30 so I've been mm. on, I've been on my own since 17 and never in a million years would I ever say oh okay yeah I'm gonna move move in with my mom but like I said I just I went with it so I just have to say I'm very very grateful and if I was if I didn't listen to that intuitive hit and I was still living in Philly I'd be fucked right now because I wouldn't be I wouldn't be working I would be having to pay rent I hated it there um so that in itself I I mean I think about this every day like why God or why spirit, you know, have you put me in this very lucky scenario? And that's what I try to connect to. It was time. I feel like in a sense, what I'm picking up from you energetically now, you've been getting nudges. It's just like, I I feel like you got to a place where you actually like, listen, like you like, Oh, okay. I, I can do this now. Like, I feel like you hit a space where it just felt right in a sense. Yes. Um, yes. You're totally right on that because I had, a, I've had been getting those pings, um, saying, you know, Philly's not for me. And I also uh-huh. knew that I wanted to start healing the relationship with my mom and, hmm. and, um, focus on my physical and my mental health. So you're, you're on point with that for sure. Um, for, so yeah, that resonates with me immensely. And, it's tough because so many of the listeners right now are out of work and they yeah. might be struggling with um, really, I feel like this has been a collective thing as well. Days that we feel like we're on top of the world and we're just like, everything's going to be fine. Right. I'm, I am in it. it it's going to be all right. I'm feeling great. And then the next day you can feel like you had just got hit by a bus. Yeah. 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 The total opposite. I would say to that, Um, Because I've been getting a lot of questions and readings in regards to that. Um, I always say 
if you cannot control it, let it go. And I know that's easier said than done, but we literally have to be more mindful in the fact of just do what you can today in this moment right now. Worrying about tomorrow is natural for us to do, but that's what really drains us. That's what really stresses us out and leads us to think, you know, what's the plan? What's coming next? You know, if you're not in a situation right now where you're really hurting and going through something, just try to be, you know, thankful for where you are. And like I said, I know it's easier said than done, but girl. I mean, we don't really have a choice. <laughs> we don't. We, we, we have don't. to surrender to the unknown, yes. which is so not how the United States or any country works. I mean, I can't really speak about like the Middle East or third right. world countries. I have I have traveled there, but I don't know the lifestyle as, as well as here. And right. we are so not. Um, I mean, as a whole, as a as the United States as a whole, we're not spiritual and we're not um, surrender and we're not uh, we're love, not connected. You know? So I we're think this connected. is exactly what could be that that pivot that that gets us there. But like going back to this whole global rock bottom, I think that it's it would be really beneficial to talk more about this and to talk right. about how how yes we're in a rock bottom and shine some light on how we've gotten through rock bottom so i i kind of want to know more about something we, t- we touched base on uh, uh, maybe a month ago and mm-hmm. you were telling me um you know that you had a rock bottom and you were in the hospital um and i didn't want to ask you too much too many questions about it because right. i really wanted to hear um <laughs> your voice but I'd love to know about that rock bottom and and your health and what got you there or if it was a relationship or just just um how you got through it well I am actually in a place now where I'm comfortable to speak about it um for a long time um I was shameful um in 2016 I would say that was the year my spiritual awakening started um I was in a very toxic relationship um, that I knew I should have got out of a long time ago, but it ended up stretching for like seven years. Hmm. Um, That's a long time. I was, girl, <laughs> yes. Uh, Codependency. Codependency. That's exactly what it was. But um, that was around the time my intuitive ability started kicking back in. You know, I started seeing number synchronicity. I started learning about that. And I kept getting, you know, the nudge to leave that relationship. I was like, I can't do it. You know, we've been together this long. Why break it now? And I kept getting those signs, you know. And I'm going to just say, long story short, um, he was cheating. And um, I ended up finding out about it. And me being a crazy person I was at the time, I was like, you know, it's whatever. It's okay. You know, I, I kind of put the blame on myself. Like, oh, he was cheating because I was doing this, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. even with that, I kept, you know, feeling a nudge to leave that relationship. I didn't. And he ended up contracting uh, HSV2, which is genital herpes. Mm-hmm. And I knew nothing about it. Never had really any medical issues. And when that hit me, my body shut down. Like I got fever, I had rash. I had, like it had it went to the point where I had to be rushed to the hospital. Wow. And 
I'm in there like, you know, not knowing what's going on. I'm seeing, you know, my private area doing some weird shit. And I'm like, yo, like I'm only messing with him. What is going on? And it hit me like mm. he's been cheating, you know, telling what he's brought back to me. I'm scared as shit. And when she presented me with the news, like, oh, it's, you know, I, it's, I know it's not something you want to hear, but this is what's going on with your body. I shut down. Like, girl, like, I felt like my life ended because I, my body caught a hold on to something, quote unquote, they say I couldn't get rid of. And she was like, oh, it's not detrimental, but yeah, you will still have to take medication every day for the rest of your life. You're going to eventually have more break. Like, that really fucked me up to the point where... Like I said, I shut down. I feel like I died. My, I literally, when I was in the hospital, said I felt like I died. Mm-hmm. And I was in there for about a week, um, taking a lot of medication. I lost a lot of weight. Um, she ended up telling me that um, by me having that, if I was to ever get pregnant, it could affect my child if I was to ever have a breakout during pregnancy. That, that fucked me up. Because I'm like, damn, you know, I want kids. I don't want my kids to be jeopardized by anything. Right. That's like, I mean, that's, even though it wasn't a, a death sentence, it's like a, it's like a burden sentence. Yeah, it is. Over my head. For something, and that I didn't, I mean, nobody asked for things like that. But it's like, I've been so good to this person. Why would he, you know, and then thinking about my life, you know, my upbringing, how shitty it was. And to have something like that happen to me, it, it made me just go into like a deep depression, girl. Like, I had suicidal thoughts. I started drinking. I started smoking heavy. And just, I guess I was just in a loop where I was trying to really find myself. And then one day I had a dream. This angelic being came to me and it was like, um, if you want to heal yourself, tune into yourself. And I was like, what? And I had that dream like three times in one week. So, um, I started looking up different motivational things on YouTube, just random, like motivational speeches. I started listening to them every morning before going to work. Um, I stumbled across the book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Um, I read that book. Um, And then I got the nudge to go vegetarian. And this is what's really trippy. I went vegetarian for like a year and a half. And I no longer had breakouts. I no longer had to take my medication. Wow. To the point where I went back to the doctor girl and they said they did not see the virus in my body anymore. Wow. When I say that's what really made me tune into my spirituality, myself, and how spirit works, like that blew my mind because she was like, it's very rare that anyone ever get rid of this. You know, we know it's not detrimental, but it's not really talked about, you know, people getting rid of, you know, herpes or any other ailment like that. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when I did that for myself, I was like, I gotta, I gotta help other people. I gotta, I gotta talk about this. And I wasn't as comfortable as I am now speaking about it, but I would tell people, you know, or I asked them like, you know, what's going on? How are you feeling? You know? Uh, and if they want my advice, you know, I will give it as far as what they can do to better themselves or just feel better or to lift their energy as a whole. Um, that's what 
I ended up doing. And I think that's what ended up like what got me to the work I'm doing today because, you know, it hit me. Me following my intuition got me to a place where I can heal myself. I'm pretty sure I can heal other people. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So what was that moment like that? So when you had those dreams and I, I think that dreams, I mean, I love talking about dreams. Um, not so much like, oh, I had a dream about this, but like what, yeah. <laughs> what does, cause like, you know, people can, can fall off that way. But, um, before we get into that, that moment, so you had those, those few dreams and what was that moment like that, that you realized that you're going to go vegetarian or did it happen? Did it happen, um, without you even trying or did you do it intentionally or it was it was kind of easy for me to do because when I was growing up we were like vegetarian for like three no three to five years my mom had us vegetarian and now I only eat like well then I only ate like chicken anyway Mm -hmm. so I was like oh I can just you know cut out chicken chicken and fish and so going into vegetarianism was not hard but I think what really got me gun-ho because I literally went cold turkey is I was like I want to heal my body I hated taking medication every day I hated feeling like shit every day I hated and it wasn't that my body was literally hurting it was more the mental like how I viewed myself like how I viewed my sexuality how I viewed how I like how you were speaking about earlier how people have different perceptions of you I was so afraid of being put in a box, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, I want to heal this. I want to fix this. Um, Whether it's still in my body or not, I just want to feel good about myself. So when I had that shift, like when it came to me in my dream, it's like, I knew this is what I got to do. Yeah. It sounds like, um, I mean, it sounds very familiar to what I've been going through as well with autoimmune disorders and Hashimoto and all the all the reading and the research that I do a lot of the energetics around it is that when you're dealing with any type of disease or ailment or whatever um, Mm -hmm. the emotional wound it the energetic wound of it um, the trauma of it the 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 low that's what really gets you yeah, and that is what's detri- detrimental. Um, yeah, there's people out there living and breathing and living their best life, and they have you know type one diabetes or something. But mm-hmm. there's also people who have type one diabetes who are you know feeling like shit every day. I think it's right. it's such a mental game, and I didn't want to accept that, and I didn't want to say, okay, well I have to do a lot of emotional healing, inner trauma, child, childhood wound healing, mother wound healing in order to heal my physical. But that's, those were the pains. It's that, part of it. Yeah. It's definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, my biggest thing I've noticed with healing, like you said, is healing that mental space. Cause your body, it, it follows, it follows the spirit. It follows the mind. So as long as we have that straight and that line, and not to say perfect, but more so at peace, your body heals itself. It really heals itself. I am so a true believer in that. When you were, you know, prior to this, this physical rock bottom, this hospital visit, um, 
did you, you know, I'm, I'm assuming since you said that was around the time that your awakening happened, were you, did you work out? Like what, what was, what were the things that you did when you, when you got those intuitive dreams that said tune into your body, what, what were the things that helped you quickly like, shift into this, like feeling better other than the vegetarianism? Um, honestly, sitting with myself, um, in the beginning of my spiritual journey, like when I, things started shifting for me, I never could sit with myself. It was always uncomfortable. I always felt like I had to be doing something. But it got to the point where I was so sad, I couldn't do nothing but sit down or lay down. Like, even when I was at work, I couldn't even really be productive. I had to go sit down. And when I would just tune, like, just be with myself, like, I would start having visions. I would start feeling things intuitively. I would start, um, I don't know, I just... It was like this, I don't know how to really explain, like this, like a, a hug from the universe almost. And I, I became comfortable with that. And it was like the more I just sat with myself, the more I just, I guess just being in my own energy, um, that's when those intuitive hits start coming to me, like back to back to back to back. That's when a dream started coming. Um, and that's why I always tell people, if you're feeling confused, like just chill the fuck out. Try not to do nothing. Really relax. This episode is brought to you by Thought Cloud CBD, which is one of the purest CBD companies I'm affiliated with. They are Reiki infused, vegan, sustainable and pure lab tested, world renowned CBD. And they have a variety of products from tinctures to topicals and even face masks and facial cleansers that are infused with CBD in them. I've actually been using Thought Cloud CBD products for almost two years now and I love their tinctures so much. Um, It was one of the first companies that I really got deep into the tincture form of healing and their tinctures are really nice and light they have coconut oil in them they don't have all these crazy flavors with additives and you know different types of chemicals that you don't want to be in your cbd you just want exactly what you are getting and the reason why you take cbd is to heal so you don't want any of those junky fillers in there and cbd is not meant to have that stuff in it so Thought Cloud is all about healing, and I recommend using their tinctures for anxiety, depression, inflammation, gut health, autoimmune flare-ups, and I also use their CBD facial cleanser bar soap, the CBD mud mask that you guys always see me posting about in my stories. So if you'd like to check out Thought Cloud, you can follow them on Instagram, just type in Thought Cloud, or you can purchase anything off their website, thoughtcloud.net, and you can use discount code GYPSYLOVEFLOW for a discount. And if they're ever having a sale, you can also use my discount code GYPSYLOVEFLOW, and that will give you extra money off, even if it's like a 70% crazy sale that they have. Sometimes they have sales during the season. So go ahead, check them out, thoughtcloud.net. Use code GYPSYLOVEFLOW for a discount at checkout. And the answers you need will come to you. You just got to wait for them. 
you know? And that is literally what we're in right now. I mean, I, <laughs> I keep I keep saying um, to people that we are in a forced shadow work kind of mm-hmm. session, like a global force. And people DM me all the time, what's shadow work? And I, you know, I try to explain it as best as I can, or I, I tell them to go check out my course or whatever. But right. it's like we as a whole are forced to sit with ourselves in our yeah. homes or you know, um, I even see people, it's funny, like I'll run around the block or around this like little neighborhood. I see people hanging out in their cars. So you wanna <laughs> that's some old school shit though, like you know? It's just so... chilling, listening to music. Right. I see cars driving around the block. I saw a car, um I saw a white Jeep, which is super synchronistic for me because um one of my friends who passed away like a, uh, five years ago, had a white Jeep. And it's so random. I saw a white Jeep just sitting on the corner, never saw mm-hmm. this car before. And it was like two kids smoking a blunt in there. And they they were just sitting there like for two hours. and um, Just vibing. <laughs> just, I mean, what else can you do, right? I mean, that, that, right. That's why I think I'm, I can't, I can't speak for everyone, but I know that a lot of people in the spiritual community are thriving right now. Like, like what you said before, like the money or the <laughs> blessings. And it's like, I kind of feel guilty at times. Cause I'm like, yo, I'm why? fucking, it's it just that, it's just that I know that people are suffering out there, but at the same but at time, the same time, yeah. Jinx, you want me a soda, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like what your work is ex- inspiring. You know, they see you like, oh, she's starving. I can thrive too. I may not, you know, be on the same page as her, but I can get started right now. And I think if people just get out of the space where the world is falling and they think of, okay, how could I work with this energy? Then I swear it's like a shift will happen for them so fast, but it's just a matter of changing your perception. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Instead of pushing, instead of resisting all of this away and labeling it as we're doomed or this fucking sucks or I'm not a job out of a job, mm-hmm. can you use your resources and right. can you, can you transform the little things in your life? I mean, you know, people can't go to the gym. They can't go to yoga. They can't go right. get acupuncture, like all these, these things that are luxuries, right? right? How can we make our lives luxurious from nothing? And that's, pretty much what alchemy is. I mean, mm-hmm. um, creating something magically healing out of absolutely nothing. And that's, that's kind of what magic is, you know, that's what spirituality is, you right. know, it's, right. it's creating something, something out of an nothing. idea or out of, <laughs> yeah, something out of nothing. And, and, you know, um, whatever, whatever type of genre or medium you do, whether it's tarot or candle magic or, mm-hmm craft or whatever it is or if you just go for a run and that's your way of meditating it, everything can be spiritual everything right. can help you tap into that and like right. um there's right now i feel like you know people like what you were just saying with depression i mean everybody struggles with depression at one time in their life i believe you yes. Know? yes um and rock bottoms are great bookmarkers to be like oh wow that was a different depression and then Mm -hmm. you know 
this depression was a little bit different. And this depression, I was super artistic. And this depression, I was working out like a maniac. So right. um, <laughs> there's, there's like different levels of it. And um, when you say, because I, I love I love hearing, I, maybe it's just kind of like a sick, twisted thing that's that's with me, but I love hearing how people pivot out of the darkest moment of their depression. Because it is beautiful. For my short example I'll give you is when I was living in, in uh, LA, I was working for this fashion company and I was so mm -hmm. depressed and miserable that I could barely get through a song when I was in the retail store. I was like- Are you serious? I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't get through like just standing there and like what you said, you're like being so tired and exhausted, you just yeah. gotta go sit down. That's, that's how yeah. I felt constantly. So I'd love to hear you how you pivoted out of that or what was Girl, that like that's why I commend everybody who say you know I was once depressed and I'm not now because I know how strong that energy can like that energy can pull you back so hard if you let it mm -hmm. but for me other than the sitting with myself music oh my god music dancing singing um I started getting into yoga um I started taking ballet classes again and, and that's what lifted me up because I felt like I was tapping into the young version of me that that didn't have any problems, that didn't have care, you know, a worry for the world or worry for myself or bills, you know. Mm -hmm. That was how I tuned back into my own energy. So for anyone who is dealing with that that darkness of self, you know, dark night of the soul, depression, start asking yourself, you know, what did my younger self do? You know, was that drawing, singing, writing, reading, acting, you know, going outside, building something? Um, because when we do that, I feel like we take our mind away from what's really fucking with us mentally. And we start getting back in tune with, oh, I really enjoy this, you know. And it's not to take away, I guess, how, how could I say it? Not saying you're not trying to be responsible for your life and not trying to fix what you have going on. But if we just remember that our energy is everything and how we feel is an indication of what we're attracting into our lives, I think that's that's what really caused the shift. Yeah. Connecting to the body. I, yes. I feel like that's, that's a calling that this pandemic situation has created that it's interesting I mean you, I, I've been seeing a lot of people work working out outside and I see mm -hmm. people's garages wide open you know and, yep, and people, a lot. <laughs> people sitting in there and people just you know riding bikes I saw some a whole family rollerblading earlier I was like damn this is cool you know I mean it sucks the predicament that we're all in but I think what you're saying it's is fascinating so, it's it is fascinating because you because I mean we're so we're so cracked open and we're so aware we're like hyper aware you know like yeah. you know, before <laughs> this is happening we're like we got eyes everywhere we got like yeah. we got people over our our shoulders like telling us to look there and look there and right. and now we're noticing how everybody's tapping into themselves is what is that, that's what you're saying is like right. in order to get through that darkness it's like well, what's, what's going to make you happy right now? What is it that's right. going to make you happy? Is it a cup of tea? Is it a walk? Seriously. Is, is it, you know, <laughs> like it can literally be, is it taking a bath? Is it, it doesn't have to be like this, this like, oh, I'm going to like 
you know, go have a three hour therapy session because some people don't even know that language. Some people don't even, aren't even ready for that. That's true. That is so true. And it's like the minuscule, the most minuscule things. Like when, you know, when I was going through that rough, that rough time, um, the only thing that kept me getting through the day was knowing that I was going to go to hot yoga after work. Mm. Mm. So that is, that's the one thread that kept me going and kept me going. And then it was he, like, go ahead. I was about to say, at least you had that. Um, I, I had to really dig deep in myself to find something that would soothe me. Yeah. Cause I would literally come home from work and just sit on my bed and cry. Mm-hmm. Because I felt lost. How long did that happen? Like how long? That that went on for months, girl. Months, months to the point where, um, like I said, I was just sitting with myself, and I did actually say to myself, "Either you're gonna stay in this depression, or you're gonna fight through it." Right. And you didn't want to like. It wasn't. you know, it from what it sounds like, it sounds like the situation with that toxic dude that you were with is what triggered it. But, and that could have triggered low self-worth or something. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. and then it just spirals and then it, and then it snowballs. Cause it's like that one thing triggered. And then, and then you're just sitting in a it was, pile. It was kind of thought like, damn, this could have been prevented, you know? I yeah. could have been left a situation, you know, yeah, the self guilt. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people deal with that when, like you said, when we hit rock bottom, we start thinking about all the mistakes we made and I wish we can go back and fix it. You know, I wish I can do that over instead of just accepting the situation for what it is. Mm-hmm. I have so, a question for you about that, about guilt. And um, right now i i've been noticing a lot since we've been in this situation um mm-hmm. that i've been kind of dealing with these these days where i'm stuck in a loop of a life review of relationships and friendships and mm-hmm. family connections so there's days where i'm feeling really good about who i am and you know, like the past is in the past and I'm doing the mm-hmm. best I can and I'm, I'm a better person now. And then there's those days where I'm like, fuck, I really fucked this relationship up or I can't believe this person's not talking to me anymore. They, they see me in such a, in a, you know, dark way. I wish that they would not see me in that way anymore. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can't, I can't, um, speak for everyone but it's kind of like being on psychedelics when you're 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 doing like a a review a life Mm -hmm. review and I just was wondering if that's been happening to you at all if you've been reflecting on past relationships a lot like a lot of a lot of like memory blasts a lot of flashbacks a lot of nostalgia like like talk about that girl yes I've definitely um been catching myself uh, reviewing the past and I don't know if this is a good thing or not I would say it's not but comparing my past to my present mm-hmm. and I'm gonna use my relationship as an example to what I'm currently in um, here recently everything's been flowing so beautifully I have not one complaint about my current relationship but I will find myself like saying it's too good to be true or looking for something because Mm -hmm. I'm comparing it 
you know what I'm saying, to an old relationship, old friendship, like, okay, they did this, what if this person doing this, and I would find myself, like I said, doing things like that, and it'll creating an argument and then it's like damn now you're like why can't you just let go of the past and accept that you have something new and more fulfilling you get right. what i'm saying yeah so in regards to answering your question when it comes to feeling guilty or you reminiscing about the past and the kind of getting the best of you you have to realize that everybody has a season you know in our lives everybody's not meant to stay some people are here to teach us something about ourselves about them about other people in general some people are here to help us heal. Some people are here to help us break down the walls we created so we can rebuild something better. So I guess to sum up, to answer your question again, it's just a matter of like perception. You know, what are you reviewing from the past? Is it helping you or hurting you? Yeah. I love that, what you said about everybody has a season. Because um, I truly, truly believe that people are kind of like our spirit guides handcraft and kind of like create these pathways that they morph with their energy so that these mm. people will come into our path. Yeah. You know, whether it's a good or a bad lesson, you know, it's, you know, that's, that's why we're here We're we made a contract, we made some kind of soul contract with our highest selves. And we're kind of trying to work together here because there's something we needed to um, either do here or experience here embodied like in these human bodies so what you said about like somebody might come through like for a short period of time that that just 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 accepting that and just like seeing it for like such a bigger perspective like right that is something personal right (laughs) like it's not it's not what I did I I didn't do anything wrong right yeah, like, we fought. Just their yeah, time we, ran out. Exactly. Ran out. Like, it, like there was just something that we needed to learn about ourselves, and that's that's why people keep um, playing out the same kind of relationship over yep. and over and over yep. again because they're not tapped in and because they're not seeing what they're supposed to learn. What from the bigger picture that, is that you know type of person, right? So it's like when when I had. Um, this this therapist on Stacy Hoke and I was kind of telling her like well then what does that say about me you know I I am tapped in but I somehow still always bring in these narcissistic drug addicted Mm. you know Mm. pieces of shit who just don't want anything to do with me they they lose interest after you know a month what does that say about me you know what I mean and and she was she explained that you know um that it's not my fault and it's just the awareness in itself it's it's giving me a break you know it's like Mm -hmm. it's not me it's just it's just the soul contract and I I forget like the way that she described it but like um just knowing that kind of takes a load off of your shoulders right right it does it does another thing I've noticed too for me personally if I keep attracting the same person, I then try to ask myself, what is it about them that I, like, do I see me in them? There's so many words. Mm-hmm. And if I do see me in them, what is it that I do or don't like? Like, like I try to weigh the pros and the cons. And that usually led to me know why this person is in my life right now. You know, are we resonating on the same wave? You know, do we have a lot of this in common? You know, 
what is it about them that I want around me so much? You get what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. And I think when we have those conversations with ourselves, it's a little challenging because we have to um, be real about shit. We probably wouldn't say out loud, but it's healing because it helps you get past those. Like you said, if you're attracting the same person or even the same situation, you get what I'm saying? It could be a financial situation. You keep finding yourself in a rut. Mm -hmm. What is it about my energy or what I'm doing or saying or thinking that's having this in my life right now yeah because I feel like we can be subconsciously um addicted to that same pattern and cycle mm -hmm. and we just really want it to work out with that type of person so that's why we keep attracting that kind of person to prove to ourselves something I don't fucking know oh, but like yes. you know <laughs> it's just like it's like I gotta I gotta keep banging it in my head hey Gab you're not gonna meet uh this same type of person who's who fits the same criteria that all these dudes <laughs> have fucked you over. It, it's a, it's a, it's just a toxic dream. You know what yeah. I mean? And like yeah. what you were saying before is interesting. Like how you're in this like really um, beautiful relationship. Everything is just working so smoothly and you're, you're digging for reasons to, yeah. to get yourself out of it. And I yeah. feel like, like that's self-sabotage. And it that's, is. and that's, um, a little bit of fear sprinkled in there, a mm -hmm. little bit of, well, I got to protect myself because mm -hmm. if things go wrong, then I want to be ready for it or right, something. Right, right, like, right. And it's not so realizing you can manifest a situation due to your negative thinking. Right. So has that created, I mean, not to get too personal, but like, has that created little altercations between you guys? Like, has he... Has he, t can he tell that you're kind of like picking for, picking for things that are wrong when there's nothing wrong? I honestly appreciate him so much because even when I'm tripping, he is so patient with me. Mm -hmm. He hears me out. He'd be like, okay, I understand your frustration. He'd be like, baby, okay, I see you're still reminiscing on the past. He'd be like, oh, let's talk about it. What else is bothering you? What am I doing? What can I do to fix it? Like, that's really how he shows up. And that makes me. Wow. break down in tears because it's like it's so one I yeah I never had a relationship with someone who's just willing to talk it out like an adult and wow. not trying to jump down my throat because I'm jumping to conclusions obviously but he's really willing to work and that's what helps me calm down and ground myself and be like okay I need to go practice on some self-love or some shit because he's not doing anything it's literally my own scarcity that's projecting my insecurities to the point where it's like you said it's like I'm preparing for a situation that don't even exist right it's that you're you're like you got your you got your armor on because of the toxic relationships that you were in before I mean it's yep. it's a natural way to to cope but that's so beautiful that I mean that's rare I mean, in my eyes that's rare to find a man um, who is so willing to just talk about it because in my perspective, I've been um, blessed <laughs> with, <laughs> with the men, the, the archetype of, of the man who sees me as too emotional and too, too intense and, mm. and too um, like too connected to my emotions and just like, Basically, Dramatic. like you're saying, you have too much depth. 
which yes. is bullshit. Yes. And, and also this is actually was something I thought about earlier today, um, that a lot of us women right now in this realm that we're living in, um, there's a lot more female podcasters. There's a lot more mm-hmm. female writers and, and mm-hmm. tarot readers and spiritual teachers. Business owners. Right. <laughs> and that, I mean, the whole paradigm's crashing right now. I mean, celebrities don't matter. Um, yep. You know, yep. movies don't matter. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter how big your house is. What matters is that you're healthy and safe in your home. And then what matters is that the relationships that are, that are happening in your home are healthy because if that's not ha- if that's not going good, then you're pretty nothing much else, yeah fucked. yeah nothing else matters. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's actually pretty awesome. I I think this is why for me um, it's made me feel this huge weight lifted off my shoulders as far as productivity and mm-hmm. well where's my life going because right. before the pandemic I didn't know where my life was going you know I, I I was Same. like well maybe I'll move back here or maybe I'll move back there or maybe I'll just travel or maybe I will you know all these things all these I don't know and then it's- this this hits and it's like nope actually everybody needs to just <laughs> calm down and you know stay home <laughs> work on your mental health you know it's crazy you said that too because um I moved in with my boyfriend in November of last year and I was skeptical on that but I kept feeling nudge go 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 but I was like no 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 what if this don't work what if we don't last what and like I said this has been the most beautiful experience girl so it's I feel like life is just all about following that nudge following that nudge following that intuitive hit because due to my own experience it's like I would make a plan and the universe come right behind it and throw me something else and it's like you know what why am I even making plans (laughs) right I think it's funny too like like man right now um with you know the spiritual community um and manifesting you know Mm -hmm. um there is a part of me that loves the whole manifesting work because right. it's, it's magic. It's just, you know, um, I don't know if you're familiar with um, what's his name. Oh, something Eccles, Damien Eccles. He's like, he's been on other podcasts and he was imprisoned. He was in prison for a long, long time. And in there he taught himself magic. And now he's like mm. this famous kind of magician guy. And he, he speaks a lot about how when he was in jail, he was, he was manifesting and he was, he was Mm. doing magic from, from his jail cell. And what he explained was that his jail cell did not feel like a jail cell. He described it as a control tower. Mm. See mind over matter, mind over matter. So I think that's a beautiful way for us to sculpt this and say, we're not stuck inside. There's so many things we can manifest still. I mean, I mean, yeah, manifesting a job isn't going to happen tomorrow because we can't leave the house. Right. Um, but right. you can start putting those pieces together. You can start. You can start working on your resume, or you can start reaching right. out to people. I mean, there's right. there's no there's no rules to manifesting, and there should be no time constraints to to, to manifesting. Like a lot of people are like, well, fuck, I really wanted to start dating, and I guess that's not happening right now. And I'm like, I'm like grateful that this is all happening because I was 
getting that urge to start dating and now I'm mm. like oh, okay well maybe I'm just you know I'm gonna start just focusing on myself even more right. now right um, but what is in in this period of time what are you working on right now what are I mean you don't have to you don't have to share anything personal but what are you quote unquote manifesting or what does your current situation feel like to be real um gab i have honestly been just working on being present um and honestly loving myself more because i will find myself manifesting big beautiful things or even small beautiful things and i would notice myself i would question it you know why did this come to me you know do i deserve this you know can i can I keep up with this in my life? You know, as far as like how much the wealth has been coming in as of recent, like my savings have increased tremendously. And I'll ask myself, can I keep this up? You know, and I know that goes back to me not really believing in myself or my work. So as of recently, I've been taking this time, honestly, to really, that's why I took that break here recently, to tune into my own energy, to review my work, um, to recognize my worth. And I've been doing that through writing. I've been doing that through um, mirror meditation. I've been doing that through giving myself readings or um, painting, um, just little things like that, just to really fill myself out again. Because I've noticed I can help peop other people like it's nothing, like effortlessly. <laughs> but when it comes yeah. to me, it's a challenge. So. Yeah. My biggest thing here recently was to give myself the most attention I can give me. Yeah. So what and about every, you? And every day is different too. I mean, like for me, like I wake up and I'm like, how am I going to feel today? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like I'm waking up in a different world. <laughs> Praying for the best. Like, I'm just like, cause I, I, I don't know. I just been like yesterday I was like on it. I was like, I felt like I was on spiritual uppers mm. and, and I just kept getting these hits and these downloads and I'm just like, <laughs> all right. Like it got to the point where I'm looking at my journal right now. Like I'm looking at my notes as I'm talking yeah. to you and it looks like a crazy person was <laughs> writing. Shit is everywhere. <laughs> it's just, it's scary. <laughs> and <sighs> so there's days like that where I'm like, I'm feeling great and I'm, you know, I'm creative. And then there's those days where I have to really ask myself, what can I do to, to like you said, love myself more and lift the pressure off but and they, trust. But that's the thing about life is it's an ebb and flow. Mm -hmm. And I constantly try to remind myself as well as other people that I don't, we're never going to be in a space where we're just good all the fucking time, you know? When we have those moments of, like you said, what am I going to feel right now? What am I feeling right now? We have to boost ourselves back up. In the process of us feeling that way where we're down, we're learning something. We're learning something about ourselves. We're learning stuff, stuff about our situation, where we live, where we work, you know, who we're in relationships with. We're changing our perspectives. So the more we have that ebb and flow, the more we have shifts, the more we have downloads, the more we have moments where, oh, I can grow from this. So it's a headache to deal with that, but it's still beneficial, you know? Yeah. And then once you get, once you just move through it, you're like, oh, okay, I can get through anything. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> once I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's that 
transforming rock bottoms into our medicine. And that's right. like, you know, not everybody is going to understand that um, because it sounds super wooey. Um, it does. <laughs> but, you know, we, we get we get like that here. And I think that if we can just get to that that baseline of like, that that quote you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger everybody right. can relate to that right that's true um that's true. just that you know very simple very basic um and that's what this this time that we're in right now is it's like back to basics it's like yeah i'm seeing yep. like i'm seeing like um kids writing with chalk on the sidewalk god i've been seeing it. that so much <laughs> and it's so trippy i'm just like yo we're like it feels like we're in a movie or something i don't know i literally said that to my boyfriend yesterday when we took our dogs for a walk i was you know all the kids outside people barbecuing people doing yard work i'm talking mm-hmm. about like the whole neighborhood is just outside yeah and i asked him when was the last time you seen something like this mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I don't know. And I was like, exactly, because like everybody's always at work or kids are inside on a game, on a computer, or on the phone. Like no one's really interacting with each other or um, I, I guess just tuning into life. And like you said, it may sound woo woo, but this is really the calmest the whole world have been in such a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Despite, you know, the sickness and people are dealing with things, but yeah, we're really in a moment of stillness. We should, like, really appreciate this in a sense. Yeah, and I think, like, to take it back to what we were saying in the very beginning of, like, us kind of knowing that, like, the that the world needed some kind of push or some kind of dramatic scene to get us, you know, to step back. This yeah. could be it. And, and I hope that once this is all over, um, that people will still continue to, like, I have this so. 90s vibe. I love it. I love I it. I really hope so. I, re- I mean, I know it's going to be that percentage that want to get back to it. But for the most part, mm-hmm. I really do hope as well that people can just be like, oh, you know, let's relax this week. Yeah. Know? Or something. One thing I will say is that once this is all over, I hope that people don't get all frazzled and um, buzzed to, like, make moves. Because this is a Mm. financial crisis. This is a Mm -hmm. physical crisis, an Mm -hmm. emotional crisis. It's all the types of rock bottoms in one, right? Right, right. So I just want to say that to everybody who's listening when this is whenever you're listening to this whether we're in the pandemic or we're not um time is an illusion but um we don't like when things open up again or whatever i just want everyone to know that there's no rush and there's no one telling us well you better figure your life out now everything's back to normal you better figure out when you can move out of your parents house you know like like um there this is a just if anything we should take our time and be slower with our with our with our um choices right be more intentional yes intentional. and not just moving like oh this is my routine I gotta do it like no like I mean of course we have to prioritize and do certain things to get other things done but for the most part like 
it's just as an intuitive and I feel the energy of the collective that shit was heavy and now I feel like it's starting to lighten up and it's because people are having that downtime where they can really think yeah you know and, and clear out some of the baggage I feel that too I feel like it's lightened up a lot and you know I have to keep saying this I'm very grateful and I'm very privileged to live in this kind of neighborhood that I'm in I feel safe it's I mean, you know I'm not living in um, I'm not living in Brooklyn and in the slums. I'm not you know a single mom taking care of her kids. Like I, like, right. I can't imagine. And I think about all these different timelines and and it um, it just you know it can fuck with your head. Um, but that's just the way that life is. And hopefully right. everybody's using their resources and reaching out to friends and family and everybody's helping each other. And that's that's all you can really like hope for. Exactly. Exactly. Sending them much healing, mm-hmm. healing energy yeah. to whomever. And yeah, this is definitely going to be something we're going to be talking about for years to come. Oh, for sure. I and, and, it's, and I feel like the, the globe and everybody on this planet is going to be healing from this for a while. But it's also such an empowering and strengthening time that we're in. So it's like what you were saying. Um, you know, if you can just get through it, you see how strong you are. Right, right. You'll be like, damn, everybody going to be laughing about this next year or what? Right? I can, like, I can see the memes now, right? Like, just, I'm telling you. I'm man. telling you. <laughs> I'm well, telling you. We have to do this again. I feel like we could talk for hours. And mm. I even told um, Emma that us three should, should meet up at some point. Oh, my God. That'll be lit. That'd be so lit. That'd be so fun. <laughs> All three fire signs. Talking shit. <laughs> For real. Um, where can people find you if they want to see your amazing IGTV videos, uh, tarot, your readings? Um, where can they find you? Um, both IG and Twitter is Rebel Flower, and that's two R's, um, R-R-E-B-E-L dot F. L-O-W-E-R, Rebel Flower. Um, That's on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, as well as YouTube. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'll put that all in the show notes. And you just speak the truth and you're super down to earth. And I feel like, you know, I'm so grateful with, with Instagram because... I feel like everybody listening can relate. Everybody has has met a friend on Instagram. And it's tricky yes. because all you have is audio, video, and in the beginning there was no there was no video. Really no, like just everybody a was just doing pictures and now everybody's opening up so much more and I feel like yes. it's 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 like a portal to like meet some true friends, you know? Honestly, I've met Emma and like two other people who are now my best friends off IG as well. So I love that. <sighs> yeah, it's beneficial. It's definitely beneficial if you use it right. Especially in these times. Girl, yeah. <laughs> but I love conversating with you. Like you said, we'll definitely have to do this again. Yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, we're going to have many, many more moments like this. Amazing. I can't wait. And um, we will stay in touch. Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you so much for tuning into that episode with Naya. She is super magical, as you can already tell. And you should go follow her on Instagram. Uh, Rebel Flower is her Instagram. And 
and she does tarot readings each day. She does uh, collective energy readings. She also makes candles. Um, so yeah, go give her a follow. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or a family member or anyone who needs um, to hear this kind of conversation. And you know, with everything that's going on in our current reality right now with Black Lives Matter movement and just overall there's so many paradigms that are being crashed down and we are truly moving through a new shift of mindfulness, of change, of equality um, from racism from healthcare, from mental health, um, it's all connected and now is a really good time to just um, nourish yourself with conversations that are going to make you feel understood, make you feel heard, make you feel not crappy and that's what it's all about. So you can subscribe, rate, or review the podcast on on apple itunes or um just share it with a friend or a family member and i will leave you with the rest of the song by dope lemon